cool. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? This is Tare, and you're listening to The Single Mom Show. It's called The Single Mom Show, but it doesn't focus on only women. It's a show on single parenting. And today, we have the first dad. I've been so excited about this. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, all the dads that I have approached, except him, have kind of, you know, given me stories about, oh, gosh, I can't, my kids, and, you know, and I get it, I understand, but, yeah, I'm really excited. It's first dad we have on the show, so I'm going to ask him to tell us about himself, who he is. Yeah, hi, how are you? <laughs> What's up? Um, well, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, to share my story. Um, my name is Kuda. Um, a 35-year-old dad um, to two uh, eight-year-olds. Well, one is eight and the other will be turning eight on the 24th. Ooh. So I'm excited about that. Um, I've, been, I've been married since... Uh, Traditionally, since 2011, actual wedding happened in 2013. Um, very beautiful event. Uh, uh, yeah, very beautiful event. Sometimes you wish that it translated yeah. into what the marriage became, but you know, there's a, there's a lot of adventures that come with marriage, and uh, I've gone through my fair share. I think I've. Uh, taken my wife through her fair share of her adventures and her likewise. Um, you know, we, 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 we're good friends. Um, yeah, we're, we're really good friends. And um, despite the fact that this is a single parent's show, <laughs> my, 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 my single parenting is uh, slightly different from what uh, everyone else um, would consider single parenting. Um, for me, um, I'm, I'm still married, I hope, um, mm -hmm. but there's the case of distance. Um, there's also a case of the circumstances. The goodbye wasn't as good as a goodbye should be. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, the one thing that I love about my whole situation is that despite all that, we've had plenty of fight, but we have prioritized the children in every way possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, long and short, um, you know, regarding what we're going to be discussing, I think that's, that's, that's what I can give you. If, if I want to get into my love for beer and other things, <laughs> we'll be here the whole day. <laughs> so true. So, you didn't say that you're single, you well, not single dad, but that you're a dad to girls, that mm -hmm. both your kids are girls. Yeah. yeah and right yeah. now, you're the core parent. 100%. Well, I'm the parent who's available. Yes. That's what I mean. Um, who's, who's available? So, for example, if 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 a child, uh, if something happens to one of the girls, 
I'm available to run around with them and the like. However, uh, I, I, I did the one thing that uh, uh, most guys should have done. I'm blessed to have a really lovely family. Mm. So everyone has... Uh, at first, they overdid it until I had to pull them back where they were trying to compensate and the like. Okay. But everyone has found a role. So my mother's found a role. Um, my grandmother, Gogo, yeah. she's found a role. Um, my aunts, my mom's sisters have found a role. Um, Bamin's wife has found a role. My sisters have found a role. So I've got this amazing, amazing support structure yeah. that makes it so much easier. So when it's time to do the girly stuff that I really do not like, <laughs> I, I know who to call. I know if Rua's around, call Rua. If Ashley's around, call, call Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. They, 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 it's on. So it's, uh, you know, that's kind of been my formula. But, um, you know, I think you'll see as we progress in today's conversation yeah. that... Um, Despite that, I've actually become a dad. Mm. And being, uh, I like to use the term single husband, um, mm -hmm. has turned fatherhood into the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. That's good. That's yeah. so nice to hear. 100%. Also nice to hear that you're there for them, and I think they probably feel the same way. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I'll tell you why. Um, when the mom was there, yeah, um, she literally did everything with them. So if it's to go for the color run, to go to the hair salon, uh, you name it, she did absolutely everything with them. Mm. And then, due to circumstances beyond our control, and I think her moving away as well was for the girls. Um, it left all these responsibilities in my hands. Yeah. So like I said, at first, I used to have my mother handle all of this for me. And when my sisters were around, and they're like, they would do that. But at the end of it all, I then realized sometimes, you know, stop being a crybaby. Take them to the hair salon. Walk them in. You don't have to sit in there. Walk them in. Make sure that they've got everything they need. Small packet of chips, iPad to watch, whatever. And you walk out, you come back, and, you know, pick them up. To me, it sounds so simple. Yeah. But to them, oh, it's a really, really special thing. It's an extremely special thing. You, we then developed a bond that was just beyond uh, me being the biological being that was there. Mm. I, 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 I need to, you know, um, I, I, I'm not sure how some of these discussions go, but I would always want to give credit to their mom because she did an absolutely amazing job mm. of covering up the gaps that I should have covered. So now I'm there and I'm filling in these gaps. I'm filling in gaps for her and 
the bond with these kids has become so amazing. I mean, I've gotten to a point, they're so young, but I've gotten to a point whereby I, I've had the discussion in my head, the conversation in my head, where I ask myself, okay, these are girls. One day they're going to go on their period. Yeah. How are you going to handle that? Yeah. I'll, I'll even tell you an interesting story. A few weeks ago, I, 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 I went um, to visit, uh, you know, my daughter was with uh, her family and I went there because I needed to drop something off for her and she comes out so it's at a complex flat complex and I parked and called and said no someone send her to the car she then comes to the car but when I got there by the door there was a bunch of boys right yeah. So the first question that comes into my head is, well, he's, you know, what are these kids doing there? You know, <laughs> yeah, what are these kids doing there? And then she gets to the car, and she's looking so scruffy. <laughs> like, you know, grass in her hair and everything. And I'm like, Lishi, these boys... Remember, you need to be sharp because as much as, you know, you guys are still kids and everything, you still need to represent yourself in the proper way because you never know. Maybe one day one of these boys is going to want to marry you. And (laughs) if they remember this, look, you've missed out on a great opportunity. Now, probably you don't understand what I was saying at the time. But I figured... At that moment, instead of me being paranoid about the boys being at the door, mm-hmm. maybe it's that time where you develop the relationship where you can tell her she can talk to you about boys. That's actually an interesting stance. I would never have thought of it, it like it, that. It, 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 it happened literally in seconds. Because I saw her and I was like, this, this is a bit embarrassing. <laughs> This is a bit embarrassing, you know, but you, for me, it's one of those, I'm going to have to try. So it's the same thing with the the period conversation. It's the same thing with, because I don't want anyone else. If it's not their mom who's going to do that, I don't want anyone else to do it but me. Yes, when it comes to the practicals, the other ladies in the family who are available can do it. But if, if it's not their mom, I feel like it should be me. That's actually really interesting because I have a friend. Um, she grew up with her uncle. Mm-hmm. And when she started her period, it was at her uncle's house. Mm-hmm. And she had to have that conversation with him. She'd never had the conversation with him about, you know, I need pads and whatnot. And it's not like she could have gone out and gone and gotten them herself. 100%. So it was very awkward to have that conversation. So if you then start preempting this conversation with the girls, by the time that time comes, if their mom is still not here and you're the one that's there, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier for them to actually start the conversation with you and say, this is what's up, because it can happen at any time. I, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy who, when they're 19, 20, 21, mm. they, 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 it's, daddy, please don't come. 
<laughs> it's my friends and I. Please don't. Okay, let me come and buy you a round of drinks. No, just give us the money. That's that's you know that's 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 what I'm looking forward to. But it's a matter of developing. For me, it's a matter of developing the relationship. But with the mom leaving uh, the country, it's it's it forced me to start spending more time with them. Yeah. Um, doing things I wouldn't normally do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, get people to train them to do certain things. Mm. So change. You know, when you're away, you change. You pack up after yourself and the like. And there's a bond. There's a relationship. And I was like, listen, me, I want more of this. Yeah. This is a beautiful... Why, why have I been... And here's the worst part. I was denying me mm. a lot of this. Yeah. And so in... in, in in, in the separation that has happened between the mother and I, mm. it's a big blessing. Yeah. Because I've gotten to spend time with my children. Um, it's, it's been a, a year now, and I know probably it's going to start getting irritating as they get older, as they start talking back and the like. These are things that I'm expecting. Some of them I'm not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's parenting. That's true. It's parenting. And I'm slowly turning from being a biological father into a parent. Yeah. 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 But sometimes you have to be willing to do it. That's true. If you are not willing to do it, I've got friends um, who grew up with their parents, but they still don't know each other. Strangely mm. enough, um, I know I'm digressing a little bit. Sorry. With, with, <laughs> with my own dad. Yeah. As I got older, I think um, my mother made it a point to let him know that, but you guys are not friends. Mm. So you don't know this boy. You don't know when he raises his voice, sometimes it's not an anger. He's just expressing himself or trying to speak over you so that you can hear you can hear him. Yeah. And I tell you the last four years of my life with my dad mm. have been absolutely amazing. We've been friends the other day he sends me a message He's like, Kosha, how do you put these Facebook messages with colors? <laughs> and my response was, uh, I think let's just accept your age and do what you know. Right. <laughs> that was the joke. We laughed about it. We continued. But I'm happy I've yeah. got a parent. And I think my daughters are happy as well that they've seen a parent in me. Yeah. And they've also had the opportunity to experience the parent in their mother. Yeah. And so their mother, as much as I was there with the mom, was a single mom too. <laughs> She, wow, you were touching on such a sensitive topic. She was a single mom too. It's good that you as a guy are saying this though because there's so many guys out there that mm-hmm. are still at that stage, right? Like mm-hmm. you're in a marriage with somebody and you're parenting with somebody, but are you really parenting with somebody? I, 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 I will tell you, um, yeah, 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 I, I'm going to mention... I'm a member of all the Aryan Sports Club. 
Yeah. Um, the current rugby champions of Zimbabwe. And, um, <laughs> you had to throw that in there. I just had to throw that in there somehow. <laughs> and um, with the rest of the rugby fraternity and all that areas, I used to see them bring their kids mm. for rugby. And it used to irritate me. Just like, no, guys, we get drunk, there's adults drinking, yeah. smoking, and you know, we're doing the rugby thing. Where are these kids here? Yeah. But when you are left with these kids, and mm. there's no one to babysit, and you really want to go and watch rugby. You will take them with you. You will take them with you, but you also then learn how much you've been de- denying them of your pleasures as well. Mm. So, right now, the World Cup has just ended, and my Springboks won. Um... <laughs> The World Cup's just ended, and I watched a couple of games with them, and it was a really amazing thing. And if it wasn't for, like I said, I think let's call it serendipity. Yeah. That's the term that I would want to use. Mm. Um, if it wasn't for that, uh, I wouldn't have been left alone with the girls, and I wouldn't have been forced to take them to some of these places. Appreciate my mates that bring their kids to rugby. Yeah. But now it goes, you know, a step further. They say absence makes the art grow for mm-hmm. Um You then appreciate what, how strong those marriages are. Mm-hmm. Uh, how strong the father-son relationships are, the father-daughter relationships are. Because, and then you start to envy the time or all the extra time that they had. Yeah. But the one thing I fear the most, though, when you start to envy all of this that you are seeing, is you might end up spoiling the children. Mm. That's the biggest problem I've seen with most of my counterparts, or if I can call them colleagues. Yeah, You end up spoiling the children. And... There's a very big difference between loving your child or showing your child love mm-hmm. and spoiling them. Yeah. Yes, it's okay to spoil them once in a while, but you can't compensate mm-hmm. for, you know, parenthood with spoiling. And this is the one thing that I've really tried not to do. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Last year, Christmas. So this is the first Christmas. Mom's not there. And I'm like, wow, what do I do? I was in South Africa, went into uh, Macro, bought boxes of chocolate. Boxes? When I say boxes, literally boxes. Put them on a bus, eh, take to them. I had boxes of chocolate stashed away in my room through the Christmas period. Then we were silly. And I let them do what they wanted. But uh, I'm talking about close to nine boxes. Nine boxes? Close to nine boxes of chocolate. How are your dentist bills? Ah, they're still okay. (laughs) They're still okay. Um, Because it was just during the Christmas period. And then I slowed down. That's when Gogo then steps in. Mm. And then I'm like, Mom, I think uh, I'm overdoing this. Because, you know, I'm overdoing this. Take the rest of these boxes. Okay. I'll keep one for myself and my mates. Yeah. 
take the rest of these, you are now the distributor. Because mm-hmm. me, I'm not a good enforcer, but I know how I'm distributing is not good for these children. Yeah. And that was it. It, it was my first step to trying to be a disciplined parent. Okay. Yeah. So not playing the good cop all the time. I I I I, I couldn't. Gosh, this room is full of mosquitoes. So you're gonna hear the spray <laughs> because it's just yeah. It's that season. It is. It's that season. Welcome to Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's been fun. I can imagine. I mean. It's an interesting journey. So, I was thinking when you're talking about um, the hairdressing experience, the first time you had to do it, where you had to walk in with them, what was going through your mind? My mom used to own a salon back in the day. Okay. So, I was this 10-year-old who could spend the whole day with his mom in the hairdressing salon. So, okay. it, 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 was, it was not... Um, it was not something that was foreign to me. However, I now understand the conversations a bit more now that I'm old. <laughs> so, you know, it was one of those, just leave. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're fine and, and leave. leave. And that was it? Yeah. That was it. So, it, I, I took pictures though. Okay. Because, you know, the one thing that, whether single, married or whatever, we still want to impress, you know, even you girls and everything. And we still want to be the coolest dad. So you take pictures, you post them. I took pictures. <laughs> I took pictures and I'm like, yes, I'm on duty today. I took pictures. And the response was absolutely amazing. You know, sometimes you don't realize how much social media can influence people yeah. positively as well. Mm-hmm. Um other guys then started doing the same thing. Ah, that's so good. They started doing the same thing. They started taking their kids to the hair salon. And, you know, they enjoyed it. Um, for me, one of the advantages that I have as well, having two girls, we grew up as just boys. Yeah. Um, you know, my brothers and I. And I always wanted daughters. Okay. So some of these adventures are adventures I had been looking forward to for a very long time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had been looking forward to them. So it was it was a nice experience. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Have you started your research on having the talk with them? Um, so far, I, 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 I have the conversation. We have the conversation at bars. Um, okay. And yeah. I, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. I don't know how I'm going to handle it because the times have changed. Mm-hmm. They the times have, have tremendously. changed. Um, the TV, the internet, it's influencing these kids way beyond their time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're growing up a bit too fast. So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to handle it. Um, I... But it's going to be hard. Yeah. But uh, if we can talk about the period, we can have the talk. That's what I think. We can have the talk. It'll be it'll be embarrassing, but it's, it's, it's so already 
uh, some part of the talks have started. Okay. Um, just because you're a girl does not mean you're less than a boy. These conversations we, we, we have. Because some of the girls I grew up with in primary school, they were superstars. Superstars. And when I see them today, I always think someone pulled them down because they were girls. Yeah. And there was no man they looked up to to tell them that, nah, you got this. You are number one. Mm. You are number one. So the conversation has started there. Um, I, I, I'm hoping to get them to start fighting. I know people shouldn't fight, but there are certain realities in life. Mm-hmm. Guys hit girls. But I want my girls, if they are hit, and I'm not big, if I'm not there, to hit back. Hey! <laughs> I don't know if I should be advocating for no, this, no, 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 but no, no. you know what? I think there's, it's, some, it's, it's the there's something to it. I, I, in, in gender-based violence, um, I listen to a lot of South African radio, especially uh, uh, radio talk radio 702. Mm. And South Africa has really taken a strong stance against gender-based violence. Yeah. And Zimbabwe, we are not too loud about it. In fact, our community accepts a whole lot of BS um, when it comes to uh, some things in the community that are gender-based. Yeah. And being a father to girls, uh-uh. It doesn't work. If I can't way. protect you at that time, yeah, come back and tell me a story. And then, and then I eat you. Okay, so did you win the fight? Ah, no, he won the fight, but he will remember me for life. He will not do he, it again. He will not do it again. Those are the conversations. Those are the things that you need to prepare. Um, I believe the same way we prepare our sons for life. Mm-hmm. Life has become different for girls. I feel we need to prepare them as well. So the talk, coming back to the talk, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm taking baby steps, having various conversations with them, um, especially the one whereby they should know yeah. that they're no less than any man mm-hmm. just because they're women. Now I'm quoting Dolly Patton. <laughs> 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 no, I really like that because I think that's where the mistake has been made. So, you know, for example, when it's unplanned pregnancy, mm-hmm. if the, you're still in high school, the girl's kicked out of school, but the boy can stay. 100%. You know, um, when it comes to dating, or when it comes to marriage, if you have a child as a woman, you there are lots of questions around what's going to happen with this child. Are you even allowed to get married again? All these things. But if it's a guy that has a child with somebody, none of those questions are asked. It's easier to accept a guy with a child than to accept a woman with a child. But these are things that I would love to tell my daughters. Yeah. Because these are things that they should know. Yeah. And you know what? I think my motto is not under my watch. Mm. So you're not going to be a failure under my watch. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be bullied mm-hmm. under my watch. Yeah. Um, you, you, I'll be there to protect them mm-hmm. 100% of the way. But, like I said, when I'm not there, they should be able to protect themselves. Yeah. And it's important also for my family to know that 
Kuda's daughters. But I'm, I'm from a very strange, a different family, mm. right? I'm the guy whose sister got pregnant. And I'm like, listen, if you're not down with this guy, it's okay. You have a home. You have somewhere you come from. Yeah. And if your parents are pissed off, it's okay. It's it's culture. That's mm. they'll be pissed. They, they'll remember that you are their daughter. But you've got it. a lot of aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, who are willing to take you as they cool down. Because you you can't abandon a child because of that. Yeah. And as society, we have to change our mindset. Yeah. Um, we have to change our mindset. Some people say that Kuda is because you've got daughters. And I've and I always argue yes. But how many other people who've got daughters think like the opposite of how I think? Exactly. So that is definitely not an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, not under my watch. They're going to sneak out. They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. All I can do is to tell them the consequences of their decisions. Mm. I, I can protect them only so far. But when they fall and they get hurt, I would want to be the guy who's there to pick them up. Superman. I like that. Superman. I like that. Kudos for you. I am rooting for you. Team Kuda, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying all the right things right now. But I'm still not scared. Under my watch. So no, I'm, but that's normal. Yeah, I'm still scared, though, because... How do you, and now the talk, you're going to have the talk with a 12-year-old, 11-year-old. Yeah, because you have to start doing it a lot earlier than before. Well, now um, I think in Zimbabwe they are now trying to bring up sex education officers Yeah. in every school and the like. Mm-hmm. So probably that's the easiest in. So in that class, what did you discuss today? Oh, really? And what did you think about what they said? Yeah. It will be uncomfortable in the beginning for both of us, or for all of us. But I think that's the easiest thing. And then once you get there, you can then start having talks. That is true. Yeah. Out of curiosity, because there's something that I've always discussed with moms of boys that are parenting on their own. Did you have the sex talk with you when you were growing up? Did they nope. give you the sex talk? And listen... The only sex talk I had was with my uncles, Anasikuruango, right? Yeah. And they're like, right, but this is how you handle a woman. And they're like, most of the stuff was rubbish. Absolute rubbish. How old were you? Um, we're talking about maybe 15, 16. And then, you know, we used to lie to each other in boarding school as well. Like, yeah. Ah, holiday ah what I did to this girl so those are the sex talks that I had as I got older the uncles I remained close to mm. um, that's when they told me the truth about women okay um, that listen yes as much as they might be the softest cuddliest things on planet earth you will die <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> you will die. No, that's that's one of my uncles. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 no,
you know, the, it happened when the time, or when they thought the time was right, or when they were comfortable enough. Okay. But I'm happy it happened anyway. Okay. Um, it might have been late because I mean, my, 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 my young adulthood was full of very stupid and crazy adventures. Mm. I thank God I came out of it clean. Um, which is why I want to speak to my daughters a lot earlier. Okay. Because if they decide to have stupid, crazy adventures, because college is a good time, yeah. I would rather have advised them by then. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, what would you tell, like, single moms that are raising boys? Should they have the talk with the boys? What, you know, like, because, I mean, there are a few... That are like, oh, I don't know what you're going to do. Maybe ask a brother or an uncle to do it. Or one actually said, I think I want to do it because we're close like that. And I would feel better having the talk with him. Growing up, my mom was, and still is, my best friend or one of my best friends. Yeah. And when I opened up to her about girlfriends, Mm -hmm. she embraced it. Okay. And we started talking about girls, and I would tell her about how I'm confused about these two girls, and there's this one, hey, who is better than this one in this way and that way. Nothing sexual, trust me. Absolutely nothing sexual. Mm. But we would have these conversations. And even when I was away from Zimbabwe, we would still have these conversations, she would even initiate them. So what did you do? What did you then decide? Okay, but just be careful. Don't hurt other people's children Mm. and stuff like that. So that alone was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, She did not try to correct my dad's faults Mm -hmm. through turning me into something. She was just there as an advisor who's advising her son. There are some undertones there. What undertones? On the, she didn't try correct my dad's faults through mm-hmm. advising me. Mm-hmm. Is that because some women try and do that? That happens a lot. Okay. That really happens a lot. Um, I feel sorry for a lot of children out there, Mm. especially children with uh, single mothers. Mm. Um, Because, especially the boys, because the dad's faults become their faults. And the moms always see the dad's faults or, you know, deja vu, if I can use that term. There's always moments of deja vu. Um, It happens a lot. It really happens a lot, and I don't think it's fair on the child. Okay. Um, even, you know, I, 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 I know of a guy. He's now 25, 26, 25. And up to now, I, I really don't know if he'll ever get married. Why? Because the mom uses him as a everything else. If he wants to go on a date, guess what? She's coming along too. Excuse me. She'll huh? wait in the car. If at twenty five. I'm telling you, 
he's her driver, he's the one running her business, and everything. I feel sorry for this boy. So she's basically become like a pseudo-husband. Exactly. These are things that I have seen with my own eyes. And not only in one relationship or one mother-son relationship. I've seen it in many relationships. And it's not fair. It's, it's really not fair. So even like, I can imagine um, if uh, if uh, Sam's mom, for example, was a terrible cook and Sam makes terrible sadza for me and the next thing is I take it out on her. Yeah. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't uh, What's the formula? Ah, Tita Ashley, can you come and show her how to make jollof rice for me, please? Mm. And that's it. That's the formula. If she can't, she can't. It's not everyone's talent. And you move on. But you can never take out your ex-spouse's faults on your children. That's it should true. never happen. That is but true. it's happening. That is also true. Yeah. I'm glad that you pointed that out because it's always... When it's one-sided, you only hear one side of the conversation. And sometimes when you're making that mistake, you don't realize what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So this mom that's using her son as a pseudo-husband, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's in her mind she's saying, I'm protecting you, I'm trying to take care of you, make sure that you're not hurt or whatever. But in actual fact, she's doing the complete opposite. 100%. It's, 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 it's not nice. No, it's not. It's not nice. I, I hope she will change. But yeah. Yeah. It's not good. But part of my blessing is most of my friends growing up were way older than me. Mm. So I saw them change into dads. I saw some of them getting divorced. I saw how they handled certain things. I see how they handle certain things. Now they sit me down. Kuda, yes, she might have more money than you, but regardless, you are the one who pays school fees for your children. Because these children are Nyembas. Yeah. And it's your responsibility mm. as the Nyemba that brought them in this world to ensure that they're educated, fed, sheltered, and the like. If mm. the mom decides to spoil them with anything else, so be it. But make sure you play your role. And I think that applies not only to single dads, mm. but even to the married ones. Yeah. You see now. And... Um, I, uh, like I said, I've been fortunate in many ways. Mm. And so single parenting, uh, like I said, I'm a single husband, not a single father. Mm. Um, why? Because I'm single in that she's far, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the, the separation was not good. Um, however, I'm still married. Yeah, I'm still married. Mm. In many ways, it doesn't feel like it, but I hope one day, this is a story for another show. Exactly. Where, 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 <laughs> we'll, where we'll talk about it. I hope one day is something that we can fix. Yeah. But it, 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 single parenting is not an easy thing. But once you've got an amazing support structure, mm-hmm. it's easy. Because... Yeah. I can imagine if my whole family had abandoned me, but my mom was still like, I know it's okay. Mm. We can do it. It's all right. 
we are strong. Yeah, we can this. do it. We have, we've got this. Mm. It will be okay. Yeah. It would not be a problem. You see now. So it's the support structure is what has made parenting an easy adventure for me, especially when I went solo. The 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 the, the, the joys that came with it when mm. I discovered things that I was missing out on. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And they've kept me motivated to learn more. Mm-hmm. I, I've had to use the belt. Yes. Trust me. How was that? Heartbreaking. But it had to happen. Yeah. It had to happen. I've had to use the belt. I'm so curious to know um, what she did. <laughs> I, I, it, it, it happened a few weeks ago. And I, I'll try and say, talk about this one quickly. She's lying to the grandmother about not having homework and my mom is like, listen, may I think this one needs you to sort out, you know, to sort it out because me, I've been trying, but your daughter keeps dodging me with her homework. Yeah. I remember getting home, like, I don't do a So she brings about. Ah, oh, shame. So innocently, not yeah. knowing that this was the weapon of destruction. And I was like, let's talk. <laughs> I tell you what still plays back in my head is her facial reaction. But when it changed, uh, she couldn't cry. She was shocked. Yeah, she was shocked. Up to now, she's a bit afraid of me. But I think we've rectified the situation, and I don't think I'll ever have to pull my belt out and my belt out ever again. So this is what Funga is always telling me. He's mm. like, just what's Noah? Just need a shock. If you're not the parent that always does the disciplining, mm. once in a while you just need to shock them. No, there's a time when because the naughty corner doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. There's a time when the naughty because yeah. it can become entertaining. My one daughter, I swear, she found the most creative ways of falling asleep comfortably while standing. <laughs> So sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. But also, I've also gotten advice. You know, I seek advice mm-hmm. uh, because it's a village. Yeah. I've also been told sometimes deny them the pleasures, mm-hmm. the things that they love. Yes. That and especially works. when you give the others. That and definitely deny yes. in yes. front of everything happens yeah. while she's there. Ah, it's a beautiful thing. That one works wonders. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in that discussion, it unfortunately happened at the bar. And it's okay, fine. So you don't get a pizza or you buy a pizza and, you know, you give the other kids and she doesn't have. What if at a point in time she decides to go and sell herself for a pizza? No. I can I can tell. I, I wish, I wish, I wish... People could see your reaction. (laughs) It's a reality. It is, though. It is. And I get it. Like, I mean, our kids nowadays are very fragile. So things that you think are very silly Mm -hmm. actually hit them a lot harder. I hear you. Yeah. I was thinking that when I was listening to the radio and they were talking about the boy that committed suicide, the one that stole a hundred bucks, and then his mom kind of reprimanded him at school, and then said, I'll see you when I get home. And by the time they got home, he had hung himself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the parents are like, ah, he's spoiled. 
um, when they were writing in comments on radio, and they're like, he's spoiled, all he needs is just have been beaten, he wasn't being beaten and whatever. And the one thing that came to my mind was, our kids nowadays are so fragile that the things that we think are minimal and aren't serious are the biggest things in their minds. So for him, when he was 15, right, his mom reprimanded him in front of his friends at school. He stole money. Did she ask why he stole the money? You know, what's behind that? You mm-hmm. know, there's so many questions around it. And also the relationship between the mom and the son. For him to think that killing myself is a better option. What was the relationship like? Or what was going through his mind? You know, there's so many dynamics, you know. Mm-hmm. And like a few weeks back, a kid ran away from school, from primary school, because he's like, I don't want to go home. My mom beats me up so much and I've lost something. And she's going to beat me when I get home. And he's like, I'd rather just run away. That's another thing. So, you know, yeah, it's just, there's a lot. So I get it. I get it. But the one thing that I think I've said over and over again during this discussion is um, advice. Mm. I think as parents, whether single or together, Mm. We need to seek advice from firstly elders mm-hmm. and to have these discussions amongst each other. Yeah. Um, it makes your life so much easier. Your victories, share them. Yeah. Your failures, share, share them. them. Mm-hmm. Your confusion, share, share them. Yeah, yeah. You never know where you're going to get the help that you need. Sometimes you don't want to overshare. Mm-hmm. Share just enough to spark a conversation. You will get something. Yeah, we need to keep having these discussions, especially our generation. Yeah, because our generation, we were spoiled. I think we were the first born freeze, mm-hmm. um, and we were spoiled to a certain extent. And uh, some parents thought they were protecting us yeah. by not teaching us some things or showing us some things. Mm-hmm. However, some people were shown. Some people experienced it. So what do we do? We we discuss and through that the experiences yeah. you at least filter out in the conversation and you'll be smart about what you take. Yeah. So for example, if someone out of this conversation takes no, you should use a belt to eat a child, the naughty corner doesn't work anymore. That's not being smart. Because <laughs> that's not what was that, said. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. not what was yeah. said. Yes. Yeah. But once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. you know. Um, these conversations they help and they've helped me quite a lot okay yeah yeah this has been like really interesting (laughs) very interesting so one thing i will ask as we close what is the one thing that you know now that you wish you knew when you started this whole journey they might be the most irritating people on earth they might be the most expensive investments I, I shouldn't have made. But I should spend more time with them mm-hmm. and I should enjoy my investment mm-hmm. and keep investing mm-hmm. in my children. That's, I think, the most important lesson. Uh, it wasn't just enough to pay school fees. It wasn't just enough to make sure they have the TV and internet. It wasn't just enough to ensure that they have clothes on their back, shelter. 
it wasn't just enough to make sure that they have food. Mm. But I should also have been there. Yeah. So I think the one thing that I know now is I should have spent more time with my girls earlier. And I will try and compensate for that as much as I can without spoiling them. I think that's it. I like that. I like that. And I like the fact that you're opening it up for conversation and dialogue. So I guess when they're older, you're going to have more... You know how it works? They call it up, down, down, up feedback. Yeah, yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's really necessary because it avoids a lot of unspoken expectations. But the down, up feedback is the one that I don't want in 19. Dad, just give us the money and we'll have the drinks. You don't have to come. You see, that's the down, up feedback that I don't want. But I still look forward to it. I like that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming to talk to me. me I'm, I'm glad to be the first guy yeah. to accept. I am so glad to. In fact, no. I said no at a point in time, didn't I? You did. You weren't ready. <laughs> you actually didn't say no. You just said, I will listen to the podcast. And then you never got back to me. Okay. And I figured, okay. he's not ready yet. Let me not push. Okay. I will wait. Okay. Okay. So okay. I'm glad. No, I, I look forward. Well done. I look forward to listening to more and... Yeah, I look forward to getting advice from a lot of parents that are single parenting on mm. your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Gracias. <laughs>